The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Live from a really messy bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that should have thought longer about if now was the time to do a rewiring, it's Sif Pop. Oh yes, that is right. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, sort of. It's a sift swift. I am here. Just to open up the mic. Uh, now that I finally got everything back to where it goes here in the studio and have a conversation uh, with you. Apologies on missing the episode. We will talk about Creed 3 eventually, but I didn't want to leave you without something in your feed for the week. So I thought I would pop open the microphone and talk about this and that and the other thing. First of all, thank you. I was just thinking yesterday that we're headed on 11 years that we've been doing this podcast, 11 years in May. And to think of how many people have reached out and said that they enjoy what we do and that during a time where film loving has kind of like the needle's been dropping a little bit pop culture wise. Uh, I don't think that's an exaggeration to say. I think that is true that it becomes an interesting source for people to have these places to plug into. And I know I've experienced this as well with some of the podcasts I listen to these places to plug into where we just get to feel like everybody loves movies still. <laughs> like everybody's still going to movies, even though it's not true. In uh, the fact that you love movies and I love movies brings us to a common denominator where we can talk about movies and have a good time. So thank you for sticking around. Thanks to those who support at Patreon. It really is one of those things that I do not take lightly and it is much appreciated. And just thanks for listening. Thanks being for being part of the community and hanging out. Um, it's been really, really cool. So as I uh, did want to leave this empty and open for you. So what I thought I would do is maybe catch up on a little of t- a little bit of the TV I've been watching. If you know anything about my content watching patterns, first of all, you know I'm insane. Uh, I watch way too much. I watch uh, so much visual content uh, that really, really the only way I could survive in this world is if I found a way to make my job involve the watching of visual content because it was always going to be this way. Uh, Every Saturday for uh, the last while, I've been doing a triple feature of movies that I need to catch up on. 
as well as, you know, the award season that happens every year. And so the other thing you know about my viewing habits is that this is TV catch up time for me. Because I have the award season push where I watch literally 60 movies over the course of six weeks, then I do nothing else. Everything else goes by the wayside. So I really have a backlog of television. Add to that the fact that we already existed in a 2022 where everybody was like, hey, let's put out all of our high quality, high impact, high awareness stuff at the same time. And there's just stuff I fell behind on that A, I wanted to see and B, people told me was amazing. And I just never got a chance to check uh, check in on it. So I have spent the majority of February catching up on a lot of TV outside of the the two to five movies that I'm watching a week. Uh, I've been catching up on a lot of television. So I thought I would share with you some observations from that TV for a little bit of a Sif Swift and just to pop in and say, hey, and thanks for being awesome. Uh, I'm going to start with The Last of Us. Because I know it's a huge thing. In fact, we were going to do kind of a little bit more of a review of The Last of Us originally on this weekend's episode. Uh, I think that will fall by the wayside because when we get back, we'll have uh, we've got Sposkers next week, which, by the way, get your Sposkers picks in. Get them in. That reminds me, I have a, a something I need to read about Sposkers. I'll tell you what, I'll circle back around to that uh, after halfway through my, the shows I'm going to talk about. But anyways, uh, Last of Us has been something that people have been really, really curious about. So we were going to review it this week, but we're going to have too many movies by the time we get back together. So I figured I'd let you know, I am for the most part really enjoying this show. I think the acting is incredible. I think Bella Ramsey is phenomenal and Pedro Pascal is great. And them together is the thing I'm holding on in to in this show and i promise you if the show takes that away from me i'm out it's over i can't put up with everything else and also have to lose them uh so those of you who've played the game maybe know i'm in for hurt i have no idea i hope not i hope they uh, march off into the sunset it just seems like the kind of show that's going to give me a happy ending right it just kind of seems like that kind of show so I'm, I'm enjoying it for the most part i think episode three is one of the greatest episodes of tv i have ever seen I think episode five is one of the worst episodes of television I have ever seen. So take that for what it's worth. And maybe that says something about how amazing the show is that it can take me to both of those extremes. I hated episode five. Now, I don't mind if a piece of content uses tragedy or trauma to tell a story to further a point. Do not mind that at all. What I mind and where I start to get really frustrated and lose my anger, gain my anger, Mm -hmm. temper, lose my temper, is when a show manipulates you purposefully to hurt you, where the entire point of the content that is being provided is to hurt you as much as possible, to set you up and then cut you open. And episode five is that. It doesn't, if you want to do that over the course of a season with a character so that I feel a loss or whatever, okay, fine, I get that. Like, I understand that because it also has broader implications uh, for other things, the protagonist, whatever. But to set us up over the course of a single episode for the type of trauma that happens in that episode, it's 
I, I think it's wrong. I genuinely think it is a wrong use of art. And it is something that will always bother me. It is the reason I stopped watching The Walking Dead. And that just happens to be another zombie type show. Uh, it could have been anything else. But when a piece of content's goal and purpose is to manipulate you to feel trauma, I, I don't like it. I was almost out after episode five. Now, I couldn't be because I have other responsibilities of watching a show and talking about that content and doing other things with that content. So I wasn't going to be out anyway. I was going to have to watch stuff anyway. But emotionally, I was almost out. In fact, this is what I've said about episode five. And then I'm going to move on from this because this show is really spectacular in so many other ways. But I I really wanted to talk about this. The reason I I would be almost out or the reason that it's it's so, so ridiculous to me and, and so painful to me. When a show does this kind of thing, what I think it wants from me is to feel the pain and to feel the emotion so that it can generate some sort of reaction in me to remember the show and feel the ethos of what they're doing, right? I think that's kind of what they're trying for. Here's what happens to me. When it becomes clear, when it became clear where episode five was going, It'd be funny if it's not actually episode five. Uh, I'll have to look. I'll look it up to make sure you know the episode I'm talking about. What happens to me is I shut off my emotions. I don't care. I didn't feel a single thing at the end of that episode. Didn't feel not even a tiniest little bit of emotional investment tear. I cut off all investment in the characters. I don't care. Why should I care? Why should I care about your characters when the point is to make me feel bad? Like I just, I don't. So any emotion I was building completely gets cut off because the show is manipulating me to me. And so my response, my in- instinctual human response is, you're not going to manipulate me. I'm d- I, I don't care. I'm done. I'm done caring about these characters because you don't obviously care about them. So yes, it's a vehement reaction, but it's an honest one. It is, it is one of my least favorite things that content can do is to use storytelling to hurt to use storytelling to harm uh is it's rough it's rough for me so yeah i hated uh that episode of the last of us i believe it was episode five of the last of us and i'm gonna check just uh i'm gonna check just to make sure yeah endure and survive endure and survive should have been a clue right from the beginning um so anyhow everything else i like stellar work Stellar work, guys. And honestly, when you're going to use storytelling, these storytelling skills to make me feel amazing things, like in episode three, that's where the genius is, guys. That's where the genius is. And I think it's done that a few other times, again, with the uh, relationship between Lone Wolf and Cub, uh, if you want to go by the trope. So, Last of Us, I'm... I don't think I'm in love with it as much as everybody else. Specifically, that episode left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I think early on I was worried that I was going to be done with it because it was so zombie apocalypse which sounds like a disease. But it uh, it actually has left a lot of that behind, which I'm, I'm very, very thankful for because there were some stuff. I think in the second episode, there were a couple moments where I'm like, oh, really? We're just going to be straight up cliche that's just what we're we're gonna there's no way to do this stuff that hasn't been done before uh so you're just gonna copy all the beats of every show before you 
Uh, but it moved on from that pretty quickly and has actually turned into a, a really interesting relationship story between these two, their perseverance, their survival, uh, and that I have appreciated. So I should say I haven't seen the final episode. Actually, you should be hearing this before the final episode. Final Is The Last of Us season finale the same night as the Oscars? Wow. I told you, movies movies, and pop culture consciousness uh, have fallen, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Uh, I also want to talk about Mando. Not a lot to talk about here. Uh, I've only seen the first episode uh, as of this conversation. And it's not perfect TV. It, however, is everything I wanted it to be. If you haven't seen the Book of Boba Fett, I imagine there's some frustration there because like there were a couple episode episodes of Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett season that I would be frustrated that I missed. But I didn't miss those because I watched Book of Boba Fett. And uh, boy, I don't know that they need to do anything other than have Grogu be cute and I'm in. Does that make me shallow? Probably. But that's okay. So I enjoyed the uh, the season opener. I'm looking forward to seeing more Mando. Uh, okay, for a couple that I caught up on that have been out for a while, uh, Reservation Dogs binged the entirety of the two seasons that are available. Everybody had been saying how amazing this show is. Everybody was right. This show is incredible culturally. It's incredible in a uh, character study way it's incredible dramatically there are some really really powerful things going on with relationships and poverty and the ideas here i think are really deep and at the same time it's also funny it also understands where the humor comes from Uh, if you have somehow not heard of or checked out or gotten in on the reservation dogs thing i think it's on hulu i think it's an fx uh, on hulu kind of thing uh, I highly recommend it. It's really good. And then the other one I'm I'm catching up on, I'm through the first two seasons of the three 10-episode seasons that have been released, is on Apple TV Plus for All Mankind. This was a show I watched the first half of the first episode, and it just, it just didn't hold me. And then I started to hear more and more good things about it. And I was like, I like space stuff. I love science stuff. I love competence porn. You talk about it a bunch on the show. And I wanted to go back and revisit it, and I'm hooked. I'm hooked. It took it took three or four episodes before I was officially hooked, but by the end of the first episode, I was enjoying it enough to keep watching. But now I'm hooked. I, I really am interested in where they're going. It is an alternate history show where there's a turning point from our history that impacts the rest of this universe's history in some really interesting ways, I think, uh, especially as it re- results based on the space race. In fact, basically what it does is it takes the space race and says, what if the space race wasn't over so quickly? What if the space race between the US and Russia was ongoing in a way that continued to inspire innovation in those kind of things? It's a really fascinating look at how conflict can inspire progress. And it's not afraid to go to those places. I will also say, I was weeping during a scene in season two. I will just call it the applying to Navy scene. And Joel Kinnaman just destroyed me. Just destroyed me. One of the mo- one of the best realized performances of human grief and questioning. And I, I just I was I was really blown away. That was the moment I went from being hooked to being oh. 
so it's this kind of good show. I don't know if I'll get another one of those, but I did want to mention it. Uh, so For All Mankind is really, really good as well. So those are just a handful of stuff that's kind of been on my radar. There was other stuff I kept caught up on as well. I, the thing about the other stuff before that, I don't remember if I talked about on the podcast. This is the hard part. Like I should keep record of my uh, buried treasures because I just I never know. Did uh, did I talk about other TV shows that I've been watching? Did I talk about Midnight Mass? If I didn't, it's phenomenal. But those four, I was pretty sure uh, I hadn't mentioned anything on. So I wanted to chat about those guys. Uh, that's it. That's the Sif Swift this week. We have Sposkers coming up. So let me circle back around to that. Uh, I received a email from our winner of Sposkers last year who uh, hadn't gotten his prize in yet. Now, if you don't know this, the winner of Sposkers gets to say anything they want on Sif Pop within reason. Uh, I certainly can veto some things. But, uh, but Heath won last year and uh, decided to uh, to send it in in preparation for Sposkers this year. So here, without further ado, is Heath's Sposkers statement. All right, Academy, listen up. You've made quite the spectacle of yourself lately, and while that may lead to a lot of eyeballs on the show and some substantial water cooler talk, please know that we want. Please know that all we want from you is just to honor film. Honor these awesome movies that people have poured their hearts and souls to. If you do that and don't make the show about things outside of that, I promise people will love the production. You'll start getting the eyes back on the product for all the right reasons. I have faith in you. You can do this. Signed, every movie fan ever. Also, if you could please give a best original screenplay to everything everywhere all at once, that'd be great. As much as I and many others would love for it to win best picture, I'm just not sure how down you are as a group to have a movie with butt plug martial art fighting winning your top honor. So I'm willing to compromise Give us original screenplay, as this generally is one of the most original and impressive screenplays ever written. And you can have whatever you want when best picture. Deal signed. Heath, a random idiot from St. Louis that you've never heard of. Thank you. The most amazing thing about this, Heath, is that you think that it's not going to win best picture. It is the biggest lock for best picture that I've ever seen, uh, probably since Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King. It has been sweeping everything. I would be shocked, shocked. If everything everywhere uh, all at once doesn't win best picture. So tune into the Spotskers next week to see me be shocked when it happens live on the YouTubes. Uh, yeah, check out the Sif Pop YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and we will go live and watch the whole Oscars next weekend together and uh, should be a lot of fun. Get your Spotskers picks in now. Do not wait. As you're hearing this, you probably only have a couple days left. So go to siftpop.com and click on Sposkers and then just fill out your picks. We've got about 50 people with picks in so far. We usually end up with uh, over 100. Uh, so make sure you get those in. Uh, love you guys. We'll be back with the Sposkers next week and then more Sift Pop reviews uh, weekly after that. Thanks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.